1: So Dan, for some of my fans and customers that don't know your story, do you mind sharing with them real quick how you went from living in a small one-bedroom
2: apartment to now living in a house like this? Well, I immigrated to Canada when I was 14 years old, right? And then my mom and dad got divorced when I was 16 years old. And shortly after that, my dad actually went bankrupt in Hong Kong. So at the time, my mom and I were living in a one-bedroom apartment that we were renting uh, in Surrey near the King George Skytrain Station. And I, my mom would stay in, in the uh, bedroom, and I would sleep on the floor on, in the living room. Oh, wow. And at the time, because then my, my, well, after my dad went bankrupt, he, at first he was sending us a little bit of allowance money, uh, but then afterwards because he had no money anymore, so he couldn't send us money anymore. And that's when I learned that, because I was the only child in my family that I had to learn to be self-reliant that even sometimes you can't even rely on your dad to to provide for you. And so because of that experience, I started my first business when I was very, very young, like in high school, Mm. that I was always very driven to be Mm. successful. Funny thing is, I mean, the the whole money thing actually does not interest me that much. Mm. It's just because seeing my mom, seeing her suffer, that... I don't know, like for most people what drives them, some people it's freedom, yeah, some people it's providing for family, or some people they want a nice car, whatever it is, yeah. but to me is it's okay to let myself down. it's not okay to let my family down. Mm. That was my thing mm. where mm. I have to to be successful to to protect the people I love mm. uh and to to provide for my mom, so of course, at first. When you don't know anything, you start your business. I mean, I failed with so many businesses. I yeah. remember the first business I started, uh, it was just a couple of buddies. Yeah. Uh, we mowed lawns for people in our neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, and at the time, what's interesting is I had no money. Right. So one time, I was jogging around the neighborhood because at the time, I was so into martial art. Yeah. Right? I was working on every day. And... I was driving, well, running around the na- neighborhood, and I saw a, an older gentleman trying to mow the lawn, like super slow like this, and I thought, you know, a young guy, why don't I just go and help him out? And I did, and I helped him out, mowed the whole thing, and, and then afterwards, he gave me 20 bucks. Yeah. And I thought, wow, this is cool, <laughs> this is nice, it's got 20, da, 20 yeah. bucks, and I thought, well, maybe I can do it for more people. Yeah. They, they, would, they would give me some money. Uh, it's a good way to make money. And, now, but the problem is I didn't have the money to buy the machine, right. like the lawnmower. Right. The lawnmower is like $1,000. Yeah. And so I was thinking outside the box. I asked the older gentleman who I, who I mowed the lawn for. I said, hey, you know, do you mind if like, I borrow your machine and I'll, I'll take care of it, I'll add gas, I'll, and I will mow the lawn every week for you for free? Wow. And he said... Ah, young man, why not? Because he's too old, he couldn't yeah. use it in the in the brand new machine. Yeah, and that's how I got my lawnmower. No, no money down, right? Yes. <laughs> lawnmower, <laughs> you know, just entrepreneurial yeah. thinking outside the box. You got to be resourceful, yeah. right? Yeah, and I did that, and and then I also have uh, approached one of my uh, my mom's friend and my aunt. At the time, she used to run a printing company, mm. uh, like a print a printing business card and all that kind of stuff, flyers. So I said, hey, you know, aunt, why don't I help you promote? Mm. Like, why don't you print out some flyers about your service, signage, and everything, and, and put out some flyers. I'll go around the neighborhood, and I'll mm-hmm. distribute it. Mm-hmm. And all I'm asking is, a flyer has two sides. Mm-hmm. One side, you put your stuff. The other side, I'll put my my little you know, lawn mowing business information, right? right? And I did that. We printed, like, 5,000 flyers, wow. and I run around the neighborhood. Again, no money, right? Yeah, yeah. And just doing that. And... I remember I, I distributed probably like five, six thousand flyers, and I, I, I like I ran home. I was waiting for the phone to ring. I'm like, okay, this is it. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be rich doing this, right? Yeah. I'm gonna be a, get a hundred phone calls. I'm gonna build a little team together. I'm gonna buy more lawn mowing machines. Like in my whole mind, I just yeah, created yeah. this whole vision. First day, no call. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Second day, yeah. no call. Yeah. And I thought, no, no, no. Maybe did I print out the wrong phone numbers? No way. Yeah. Third day, no call. Yeah. That's what I learned. Doesn't matter how nice a lawnmower you have. Doesn't matter what you do. Mm-hmm. You gotta have marketing. Yeah. You gotta know how to bring customers in, right? So that business went under in about like three, four months. Wow. Didn't make any like I make yeah. like couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, so I started the next business like fixing computers for people. Right. I tried vending machines. I tried uh, network marketing, yeah. right? Yeah. Trying to get my friends, <laughs> drag yeah. them into yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Try to talk to people with strangers in the mall. Yeah. It's it's really funny. Like I did the dumbest thing. Yeah. Um, but you refused to get a job. Like you, I you to get just a job. you yeah. had that entrepreneurial. You the, the, the thing is, if you asking me the question, right? Oh, Dan, wh- why? Wh- what kept you going? Uh-huh. What's the motivation? There's no motivation. Every time I failed in a business venture, I was further and further in debt. Mm. So by the time I failed, fell, I failed fell 13 businesses wow. before having my first success. After you failed so many businesses, I was so I was in so much debt. If I were just to get a job, I would never pay that off. Right. It would take me, right. take me 20 years to pay that True. off. True. So it's more like I'm back to the corner. I have no way out. I got to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought to myself, I just got to keep trying. Mm. And if I can just yeah. make it, and yeah. then it will be fine. And that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're in debt, that... Don't think about if you oh, I want to save a few pennies, let's not drink the Starbucks coffee in the morning. Yep. If that makes a difference, it's not gonna make a difference. Mm. You need to focus on wealth creation so you make more money then you can mm. wipe out the debt in a short period of time, right? Mm. And so that's, my, that's all my failures. Yeah. Now how, how I went from this step to this yeah. uh, is when I found my first mentor. Mm. Now at the time I was reading Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. I was reading How to Win Friends and Influence People. I'm sure you've read or read that, both those books. And those things help, like the workshops, those things help, but what changed my life is when I found my first mentor. Mm-hmm. His name is Alan. Mm-hmm. And Alan was the one who took me under his wings and, and I worked for him for close to one year for no money. Mm-hmm. I basically volunteered and I worked in his office just helping out to the best of my ability I always refer that year as the million dollar year of my life wow. because I got a million dollar years worth of education wow. from, from him. He wow. taught me business, mm-hmm. marketing, mm-hmm. copywriting, how it actually works mm-hmm. versus I was trying all these crazy stupid ideas yeah. on my own, right? Yeah. So that may may not be the answer for everybody but that was the answer for me. Mm-hmm. The finding that first mentor, mm-hmm. that changed everything. After I worked for Allen for one year, then I started my own one man advertising agency. I was doing copywriting, writing ads for mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Uh, at that time, I was in my early, probably early 20s, and I was making about 10,000 a month as a copywriter. Mm-hmm. That's my first taste of, of success. Mm-hmm. Uh, of oh well, that's I mean, as a young guy, 10k a month. It's yeah. It felt yeah. May may not be a lot of money for some people I know, but for me, that was a lot of money yeah. back then, right? Yeah. Um, so and from there, uh, copywriting that's my first what I call it, my first high income skill. And then from cooperating, I transitioned to marketing consultation, mm-hmm. where it was because my clients were asking me, Hey, you rented a copy for me. How am I going to use these things? Mm-hmm. So that transitioned into that. And by using that money at the time, as you know, you, re- you know my story. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went online doing affiliate marketing. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. also selling stuff on eBay. Yeah, I was yeah. importing Bruce Lee collectibles from Hong Kong and then selling on eBay. Yeah, yeah. Um, all of that. And, yeah. and that's how I. Made, like, quote unquote, make the money. And I made my first million when I was 27 years old. Right. Um, and from there, you know, multi million by the age of 30. I'm 37 now. Right. Yeah. Wow. Time it's amazing. flies. Time flies.
1: It's amazing. And, yeah. now, and now, you know, to this day, you're yeah. investing, you're investing. doing so many different yeah. Yeah. projects and yeah. things
2: like that. So, yeah. yeah. So, from, from that to, so, I mean, I've evolved from a copywriter, marketer uh, to internal marketer. Mm-hmm. But now I just see myself as just an entrepreneur. Because I do so many things, right? And I think in your career you'll evolve as well. I'm sure you experience the same oh, thing, yeah. right? Yeah. From where you were. Yeah. Well, you, you learn
1: maybe the skills you've learned originally, it's not gonna get you to no. that next level. So no. you have to evolve and learn yeah. business. You learn the marketing skills, yeah. but then business and then building a team yeah. and a culture and you and, know. And
2: and, and, and we were just talking about this before we turned on the camera mm-hmm. that at first maybe you're more a it could be a more lifestyle entrepreneur. Yeah. Then you might evolve into, you know what, I've done the thing, I've done, you know, sitting on the beach, you know, all that and traveling, I've done all that. Now, what's next? You want to look for the next thing, right? Yeah. That's awesome. And why do you think so many people fail in spite of the best efforts?
1: You know, a lot of people watching this right now, they've maybe tried different ways of making money online or building
2: businesses. Mm -hmm. Why do you think is the the main reason why a lot of people fail? I think there are two main reasons. Uh, The first one is, I think, because of the whole internet uh, that they have, people have these unrealistic expectations. Yeah. They see someone like you and say, oh, Stefan is doing this. He's got a YouTube channel and he's doing Kindle publishing and I want to do that. You know, I mean, maybe I'll make some videos too. What they don't see is how many years of effort that you put into it. So most people, they, they they listen to a webinar, they watch a video, and they say, oh, this guy's making whatever, how much money online? I could do that, and they jump into it, and then they try for three months, mm-hmm. and say, oh, this thing doesn't work, yeah. right? Or they jump into the next thing, right. Right. Bitcoin, whatever. Yeah, now yeah, it's yeah, Bitcoin yeah. so hard, right? <laughs> oh, and then, and then they try that, and then try for three months. Oh, that doesn't work. Yeah. They yeah. try the next thing. Yeah. Uh, so I think that expectations the unrealistic expectation lead to, lead to disappointment and failure. Mm. I'll give you a perfect example. Mm. So let's say, um, actually I'll share a story with you about a, a karate master, okay? this is karate master, and there's this student, and he said, you know what, master, I want to be a black belt. What will it take for me to be a black belt? Well, the master said, well, if you want to be a black belt, what you need to do is, I want you to come to the school, to dojo, I want you to come two times a week, and I want you to practice two hours each time. And then in four years, you'll be a black belt. The student's like, "Oh, that—that's no, that's too much work. That takes too long. I'm not going to do that. I thought it's going to be like a one-year thing. I just showed up like once a week, right? right? Is he going to get a black belt? No. Let me tell you about a different student, a second student, who is actually shorter. Uh, not as athletic, not as talented, approaches the master and say, hey, master, I want to be a black belt. What would it take? The, the master said, well, for you, you will need to show, um, show, show it up four times a week, practice two hours each time because you're not as talented, you're not as strong. It will take you six years. Mm-hmm. The second student said, is that it? Mm-hmm. When can I start? Yeah. Yeah. Now, think about the attitude of that. Mm-hmm. The second student actually has more things he has to overcome. Yeah. He has to work harder to get to that goal, the black belt. Mm-hmm. But because his expectation is, oh yeah, okay, that's kind of what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Now, then the second student would be successful and the first one wouldn't, right? Yeah. So I think that expectation where yeah. they think it's going to take this much effort. So they think, I'm sure you have students. Hey, Stefan, I took your course. I published like 2 ebooks. It's not selling. Oh man, this thing, this Kindle thing doesn't work. How many, how many books have you done?
1: Yeah, I've done a well over hundred. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, do you know. they all work? No, no. no. And uh, I, I think it's also the perception that you have a failure because yes. you know people like you and I, we don't believe really in failure. No. We, you know, we believe every experience is an asset if you learn from it. Yeah. So. Sometimes I purposely fail. Yes. You know, I want to try this or I want to try
2: that because if you're not, try- if you're not failing, you're not trying, yeah. you're not experimenting and whatnot too, right? Yeah, so. that's exactly it. And then see, oh, they, they try to upload two YouTube videos. Oh, how come it hasn't gone viral yet? Yeah. How come I don't have that video with one, one million views? How yeah. many views have you done now, right? And how many things you've tried, right? Yeah. That's what I mean. Like successful people, I think, We just view that very differently. So that expectation is the first one.
1: And I think, you know, I I call it the dabbler mentality versus the mastery mentality. But the dabblers, after the newness, the excitement, that the short-term get rich quick, the master has the patience, long-term, they delay the gratification, right? They're they're in, in for the process. And I always believe if you master the process, the results will follow, whereas exactly. if you're so attached to the results, why am I not seeing it yet, no. then that's when you get discouraged, And also up.
2: because then they're desperate, they're coming yeah. from a place where they're desperate, not coming from a place of abundance, yeah. where I gotta make it work, I gotta make this money and all this stuff. The funny thing is, as you know, money is a byproduct of value creation. Yeah. Yeah. Money is not something when you try to chase money, it doesn't come to yeah. you. The more you try to chase the money, I wanna make the money, I wanna make the money. Yeah. You can see these people that are so desperate, yeah. they don't make money, yeah. you don't make money. Yeah. But yeah. if you are more at ease, yeah. and you focus on delivering value, yeah. money comes. Yeah. I mean, think about today, how much you make, the effort that you put in versus, let's say for many years ago, mm-hmm. where you put in a lot of like hard work, and you were like, I gotta make money, trying to make that $1,000, yeah. yeah. how difficult that was, versus now, a thousand bucks is like yeah. it's so easy. Yeah. What changed, yeah. right? Yeah. What changed?
1: It's a very different mindset. You're also and a different the, person. And and the people that come and say, "Well, I'm not making money, and I get results." My answer is, "Well, what value have you provided to be able yeah. to be worthy and deserving of that money?" Yeah, nothing. Right. So nothing. when you provide the value, people will line up to give you the money for yeah. your products or services or whatever it is you have.
2: You look at the people who is making money, who are making millions of dollars. Either they are selling something for a lot of money. Or they're impacting a lot of people. Mm. You, you can't help. Mm-hmm. You cannot be, oh, I want to make all this money, but I don't want to deliver value to anybody. Yeah. That's very selfish, right? Yeah. It doesn't work that way. So, so I think that's the first reason, the unrealistic expectation where yep. they think it's going to take this much. Whatever you're thinking right now is going to take.
1: Always more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if you think,
2: oh, to make $10,000, I need this much effort. Yeah you multiply that by three or five. Yeah. And you multiply the time frame yeah. by three or five. Yeah. Then you don't get disappointed. Yeah. Then you're like, you know what, Yeah, that's and what it know, takes. It's, it's same thing for me, we just did a website. Yeah. We thought it'd be done within
1: like two, or three months. <laughs> six months later, it's so still ongoing, right? you never, you know, like these things take
2: time. This things always time. takes longer than it sometimes what you expect. It definitely does. Yeah. And the second one, which you kind of have touched on, I think is the mindset. Yeah. That I think to be successful you need the mindset mm. and you need the skill set. You need both. Mm-hmm. So without the mindset, I don't care how good you are, how good the product is, or how good your offer is. None of that matters because your mind, your mindset, is not at the right place. Yeah. You may have negative association with money. Mm. You may have negative association with people who's got money. Yeah. You might have negative association with success or fear or failure. Yeah. I actually find that most people are actually afraid of have fear of success mm. more than failure, mm-hmm. because they do they know how to fail what they don't know is how to succeed. Mm-hmm. So they're actually not comfortable mm-hmm. with success. You can tell. You look at people where sometimes you, like I see people even, I recommend people to do, they change the environment and and when I had no money, I would go to, like when I was doing copywriting, I would go to downtown. I would go to the, the hotel and I would stay in the hotel and I would just work in the lobby because mm-hmm. I want the environment. Yeah. I want to yeah. be comfortable. right? Yeah. And And as I make more money, I would, I would get a cup of tea as I make more money. I, could, I, could, I would get do lunch there, I get yeah. a business meeting there. Yeah. Then finally I can make enough money to stay there. Yeah. But it's that comfort. So they're not comfortable with success. Although they say they want success, mm-hmm. but they're actually not comfortable with mm-hmm. it. You can see their behavior, even the minute they make a little bit of money, they're like ooh. yeah. Right? Well, even thing. even in some cases too, it might mean that
1: more successful you become, you might get some critics or haters or people jealous. Yeah, or yeah. Just, you, there's, just there's some. <laughs>
2: there's, you have to
1: deal with that, right? The and a lot of people yeah. they're afraid of yeah. uh, of of you know going for it. 100%. And also
2: also uh, your friends will think differently of you, yeah. right? Your friends and family, and you might have to get some new friends. Yeah. I hate to say it, but yeah, yeah, is it's, it's that. Mm-hmm. So the mindset, if you have the mindset. That's all good, so you, you, are, you have the abundance mindset, mm-hmm. but then you also need a skill set to back it up. Mm-hmm. Because without the skills, you can't deliver value to the marketplace. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. Let's say, Stefan, it's you, you, you know, Tony Robbins, positive thinking, gratitude, all that is good, mm-hmm. but if you cannot communicate, yeah. you cannot yeah. teach, you cannot sell, mm-hmm. you cannot blog, you cannot market, you cannot make videos, you don't have those skills, it does not matter, yeah. right? You yeah. need that skills to bring that to the marketplace, for sure. right? Yeah. And over the years, I mean, what skills you have developed over the years? Think about it. Yeah. That, that, that are, that are for important sure. for you, right? For sure. Speaking, Speaking writing, writing, communicating, communicating selling, communicating, marketing, selling marketing, right? Technical skills. Yeah, even how to use the camera, yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's what yeah. makes you successful.
1: Yeah. And I think just the mindset we both have, which is constant growth, cons- right. constant, constant learning, growth. and I see how much you're going to seminars. You you don't need to invest in yourself anymore, but you still do. Still do. Right. It's it's just a never ending process, and yeah. I think as long as you keep learning, growing, and you're fully committed, then you can learn and develop. Anything. I think
2: because also another principle that I believe in is the principle of the slight edge, mm-hmm. yeah. where if if I read that book, if I go to that seminar, maybe I know 80% of stuff, but maybe I get a couple of golden nuggets from that that will help me take my life and my business to the next level, I'm all for it. Versus like, sometimes people ask me about like, you know, because I believe in feng shui and arrange my furniture in a certain way to to attract more success and abundance and good health. And I always say to people, well, you don't have to believe in it. I'm saying, why the hell would you not do it? It doesn't cost anything. You have the same furniture. Yeah. Maybe I put a tree here and there, but yeah. if that would give me an edge, even though psychologically right. it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, I said, why not? Mm-hmm. Why, why would you not do it? Mm-hmm. If I can read that book, that would make me a better leader. Why would I not read that book? Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. Yeah. Right? So I, I believe in that. That slight edge, if, if I can get that, yeah. I would get it. That's awesome. There's no hesitation. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, you've obviously had a lot of successes and
1: failures. What would you, if you could go back in time, is there anything you would do differently, you know, that could help you <laughs> maybe that get, that get to where can. you want to be? Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, at the same time, a lot of what you've been through, I'm sure, uh, they've valuable, become valuable very experience. valuable assets for you in your life today.
2: <sighs> I think, first of all, people ask me about my, whole, my father incident where he went bankrupt. I think personally it 's actually the greatest the greatest thing that ever happened to me, mm. because if it wasn't for that, there would be no Danlock today right because if my father if middle class and we didn't have that experience i wouldn't be so driven yeah. if i didn't get you know scammed you know by my partner yeah. at a young age i wouldn't be as like eager and hungry to learn mm. so i wouldn't change a thing for that. The only thing I would change is I wouldn't start all these crazy businesses. Mm. I probably wouldn't do that. uh, Because I think I started the business with the wrong intent, which is what most people do. It's the worst time to start a business is when you're desperate. Or the worst time to start a business is you work for somebody else, you hate the boss, you quit, now I'm gonna do something. That's not a good reason. Mm. Uh, I always say before you start any business venture, you should ask yourself why you and why now? Mm-hmm. Like what makes what qualifies you to be in this space? Mm-hmm. Why 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 now? Why not two years later? Why not two years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say I wouldn't start all these business ventures. Because think about it, if I was skip that and not trying to get rich quick and getting involved with all these crazy opportunities. Yeah, yeah. If I were just to learn from my mentor and develop my skill, yeah, I would just develop my skill and offer my skill to the world and yep. just make money as a copywriter, I would have skipped a lot learning curve. Right. So that's what I would have done differently. I would focus on skills and not starting the business first. Mm.
1: Okay, so I know you have a bit of a different take when it comes to financial freedom. Mm-hmm. Do you mind sharing with people
2: what that is? Well, not just a different take. I actually think financial freedom is an illusion. Um, and I learned that through my career because at first I was attracted by the whole idea of, yep. oh, you make enough money, you don't have to do any work, yep. the whole four-hour work yep. week thing, right? Where, by the way, Tim doesn't work four hours <laughs> a week. He probably doesn't even sleep four hours a day. Yep. Uh, so it's a sexy concept, but I'll tell you why I think it's an illusion. First of all, if you think about it, let's say, how would you would define financial freedom? Let's say the Robert Kiyosaki definition mm-hmm. It's where your passive income exceeds your... Expense, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say if your overhead ex- personal expense is 5000 a month. You make 5000 a month, then you're financially free by definition, mm-hmm. right? It sounds good, but here's what I've learned. Just because you're free today doesn't mean you're yeah. free tomorrow, yeah. right? So you might have an internet business that's making you 5000 a month this year, but this said make you still the same amount of money next yeah. year, yeah. right? It changes. Yeah. So, so you may be very free today, but you're less free tomorrow. Mm. You might have an investment that's making you passive income today, but if something happens to the investment, it turns bad, or a tenant moves out, let's say you're investing real estate, then suddenly, you're not so free anymore, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's also why. And I think the whole concept of where you are, you are working towards something to get away yeah. from something. Yeah if that makes sense. Yeah. Where I wanna work so hard to get to a point where I don't have to do what I do anymore. Yeah. If you think about it, it kind of doesn't make sense. It's not a very integrated approach to life. Mm-hmm. It's where it's like saying, hey, I'm gonna be an athlete, I'm going to be strong, I'm gonna be healthy, but when I win the, the, the gold medal, I'm not gonna exercise anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be a lazy bum and eat pizza all day.
1: Yeah, yeah, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah. So are you, are you it or you're not, you not it? No. Versus the whole concept where this is just what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm growing, I'm contributing, mm-hmm. I'm learning. That's good. Mm-hmm. So instead of aiming for financial freedom, I always tell people nowadays, aim for financial confidence.
1: Mm.
2: Now, our financial confidence is a different animal. Financial confidence is knowing, you know what, you could lose everything today, but I'm secure in my own self and my skills, I can make it. Yeah. I can make it back. It has nothing to do with the investment. has nothing to do with vehicle. has nothing to do with that passive income stream because at the end of the day, you created a passive, mm-hmm. in passive income stream. It's not that passive income stream. Yeah, it's we did it. Right. Yeah. So versus aiming for something, why not develop the financial confidence? Mm. That's true security. It yeah. doesn't matter if you're in Vancouver. doesn't matter if you're in LA. It doesn't matter if you're in New York. It doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what business you're in. Because before, now these people tell me, oh Dan, everything that you touch turns into gold. You know, this business makes money and, and that investment makes money. Well, I think you, you should have met me when I was young, when everything I touch turns into shit. Yeah. At the time when I buy stock, it would go down the next day. Yeah. When I get involved in a business, you know, it, it, the partner would disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Where does that come from? There's nothing to do with that. It's Nothing so financial confidence is what we should aim for
1: so the mindset you can lose the money and everything else, but the mindset and the skill sets
2: that keeps, with, keeps
1: you. with you forever
2: it doesn 't matter it doesn 't matter what it doesn 't matter what, although what we do today is in this space, yeah. the education space is what we love yeah. to do. Yeah. I can tell you I can be in a totally different space mm-hmm. still it doesn 't matter i'll, I'll be i 'll rise to the top yeah. It makes no difference yeah.
1: Well, I find especially in the online marketing space if you don't keep evolving with technology, because technology yeah. is constantly evolving, yeah. if you don't keep up to date with that, you could you know, have your little website that's making you money 10 years ago, but <laughs> that website's ago. like yeah. obsolete. Like it's a dinosaur I today, remember. right?
2: I remember those good old times, right? <laughs> yeah, it's not like that. Yeah. It's truly not like that. Yeah. And I think it's more the shifting the focus of, instead of external focus of the vehicle or getting yeah. away from something, it's, hey, how can we improve? How can we be yeah. better? Yeah. How can we be more secure? It's, nothing to, it's not because... Your yeah, your YouTube YouTube channel that's awesome. It's your list that's awesome. Your blog that's awesome, but doesn't matter. I take that away, you're still you. You're still Stefan. You can still do something else, and you can still make it work. Mm. You and you know it deep down. Yeah. Now that's true confidence. Yeah. Sure. That's true security. For sure. Not the income stream, Yeah, there's nothing. And to- if, you're, if you're doing what you love, and you're passionate about, yes. you don't want to stop that. No, You, know,
1: you don't want to you know, work for hours, you want to spend a lot of, because you love yeah. it, it fills you, you're making a difference, and you're becoming who you want to be.
2: I always say, look at the people. Now, forget the whole like, guru space, people like, they pitch the whole financial freedom thing, let's put that aside. Let's study the people who are, let's say the, the Forbes 500, the most successful people on the planet, financially. Think about what they do. Now, all of them could have retired yeah. long time yeah. ago.
1: Yeah.
2: All of them, Buffett, Gates, look at any one of them. They could all retire long time ago, but why don't they? Mm-hmm. They have made enough money. Mm-hmm. Not only they don't retire, they don't even, If you, I would challenge you to watch interviews with them. Listen to the words. Do they use the words like four hour a week? Do they use words like, I want to be financially free? They don't even, it's not even in their vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. They don't even think about that. Yeah. What they're thinking is how they could be better. What they're thinking is impact the society. What they're thinking is how they could solve a major problem for the world. Mm-hmm. It's a different focus. They're not thinking about doing nothing sitting on a the beach. For sure. They could have done that years ago. Yep. Years and years ago. But yeah. that's not what they're thinking. Yeah. There's something to be said about that. If it's such a good idea, why don't the top four, five hundred people do it? Yeah. It's not a good idea. Very true. They have retired. Yeah. They have retired to the business. Yeah. yeah. That's their passion. Yeah. That's what they love to do. For sure. right? right? Same thing with us, it's what we love to do. I agree. I yeah? agree. Um, now you've been online
1: marketing space for over a decade yeah, now. Yeah, what, like do you, <laughs> what do you? got gray hair. What do you see as, you know, you've seen a, a lot of opportunities coming and go. What do you mm-hmm. see as the next big, what do you see that is the direction of it, and what do you see as the next big opportunities?
2: I think the, the whole internet marketing space has changed so much in the last even three, four years mm-hmm. that a lot of stuff where before it's not free, now it's free. So there's a lot of free content on YouTube, on videos, on Facebook, there's infinite amount of content. And if you're in the internet marketing space and if you're selling information, uh, I think the whole idea where you're selling, you know, the typical funnel, yeah, where you have you sell something for free and then opt in and then they sell something for twenty bucks and then you sell them to a hundred bucks mm-hmm. and then maybe you sell them something for ninety bucks a month or mm-hmm. and then you sell something for f- eventually two thousand dollars. I think that model is dead, as far as I'm concerned, because the cost of acquiring a customers is in getting increasingly very very expensive. Yeah, like what was before to yeah. what it's now. Yeah. You know, yeah. right? So. Your front end product, the $97 product, the $200 product, you don't make money on it. Mm-hmm. All, it all becomes a way to, to make a sale to get a customer. Mm-hmm. That's it. You don't make money from that. Mm-hmm. All the money is in the back end. So that's why I'm very much a, a big believer in the whole, the high ticket model. Mm-hmm. Where all your money, you need to have some sort of high ticket program in the, on the back end. That's where you make your money. Because mm-hmm. your front end don't make money. Before, front end, you run some ads, you're still making a little bit of money. Yep. Now you don't. I look across the board, any entrepreneur, any marketers, I look at the numbers, your front end, at best, you're breaking even, at worst, you're losing money Mm -hmm. to get that customer. Now, until you can have them something, sell them something for high ticket, maybe two, three, five, ten thousand $10,000, that's where all your money is made. Mm. And if you don't have that, your business is suffering. Your cash flow is suffering, period, right? And if you don't have a good way of converting them into those high ticket sales, you can grow. Mm-hmm. You just cannot grow. Mm-hmm. And that, your business will have a lot of these ups and downs, right? Right, Yeah. For sure. That's the way where I see where yeah. you gotta have some kind of high ticket program. If you don't have one, you gotta offer one. Yeah. If you do have one, oh actually I'll give you another thing. Where before the whole idea is more, let's think of the three levels. The first level is kind of DIY do it yourself mm-hmm. where they buy something and here's some videos. Yeah. Good luck, yeah, and then you have kind of done with you where you're kind of hand holding them a bit, mm-hmm. give them a little bit more coaching, more hands on approach, mm-hmm. and you can charge more money for that. Mm-hmm. But the most money that you could charge is the high ticket where it's done for you, mm-hmm. that's where all the money is, yeah. that's where the world's evolving, right? right. Uh, because everybody's getting, getting so busy, and people yeah. need specialists, yeah. right? We need someone to, yeah, it's good you teach, teach me to do all this stuff, why don't you I just pay you and do it for me? Because I'm so busy with just my thing, yeah. right? It's like if you're going to do like YouTube or Instagram, there's no one, no way someone can master all of that. For sure. Just YouTube yeah. alone, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. We need a specialist to, yeah. hey, you know what? Show us for how to do that. Sure. Help us optimize our channel. Yeah. Instagram, okay, help me with that pillar. Yeah. And here's another pillar, here's another pillar. Yeah. I think that's, that's what's changing. Mm, yeah. totally. So the done for you, higher premium price, and the back end. Awesome. Yeah. And then
1: what, uh, for someone that's watching this right now, maybe they've tried a lot of different things online. Mm. Nothing's really worked for them. What advice would you give someone that might be watching that wants to earn their first hundred K
2: online? Yeah, I think there are so many different business models you can have. I mean, of course you can make money from Amazon. Yeah. You can, which is a great model because you're leveraging a platform, right? You can make money on selling digital product. You can make money coaching. You can yeah. make, there's so many different ways sure. to do it. Uh, but regardless, regardless, I believe the the reason you could say the secret to to my success it 's my ability to close because you think about it in life everything and anything you ever want wealth, success, relationship, fulfillment, anything you want, somebody else already has it we just need to have the ability to go and close them, yeah. right? Let's say my relationship with my wife, well, when I propose, I close yeah. the sale. That's the deal. I close the deal, right? <laughs> it's the same idea. Yeah. Uh, it's everything that you want, other people already, they already have it, mm-hmm. but you need your ability to close and to get that yeah. from them, right? So would you call it, was that sales skills or marketing no, skills? No, because people, people might think that it's just sales, mm-hmm. but to me, there are a lot of, like selling and closing, they're actually two different things. For sure. Because there are a lot of people selling, but they're not closing, right. right? There are a lot of people doing marketing, but they're not closing. Yeah. So example, if you, you're, you're marketing, you're building, you know, you're building a funnel, you're generating leads, but closing is how do you convert that into an actual right. sell? Right. A lot of people try to sell, even some telemarketer try to call me, that's selling, yeah. but they're not closing, right. Right? right? So I think closing is a, a whole different different of set skill. So I think for anyone, doesn't matter what they do, let's say if you're offering coaching, the other day, I have someone email me. Oh, Dan, I want to be, I want to be a coach. I said, well, like I want to do my co- offer my coaching service. I said, before I offer a coaching service, you need to learn how to close so you have somebody that would pay you for your coaching service yeah. so you could coach on somebody, yeah, right? Yeah. That's one thing. Yeah. Uh, if, you are, uh, if you want to grow your business, you want, you want to approach your JV partners, you got to close a yeah. JV partner yeah. so they will want to promote you. Sure. If you want to get someone on your show, a podcast, you need to be able to close somebody and persuade, influence them so they want to be on your show. It's all the same. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what you do, it's all the same. So no different than what I'm doing today, the difference, the only difference is what I'm closing today, just bigger numbers. Mm -hmm. But the skill is is the same. Mm. same. That's
1: awesome. So we're actually gonna do a webinar together, Mm. which is coming soon, but You can uh, access that. We'll have a link below this video you can go to, but it's www.fumoneywithstephan.com. And uh, just for registering for the webinar, Dan's actually going to give you a copy of his book here, F.U. Money, Money, which I've shared with you guys, made a big difference in my life. Highly recommend you guys read this book. It is a life changer.
2: Do you want to share with them a little bit about the the webinar, what they'll learn, and just uh, a little bit about that? So. Maybe you have tried different ways to try to make it online to make your first ten thousand dollars. Maybe you try to sell money, or make money on eBay, or you try to make money through even Amazon or, or network marketing or whatever vehicles they have chosen. Um, during this webinar, I'm going to share with you what I believe over. The, I mean, all the models I've talked about, membership, ebooks, I've tried them all. Mm-hmm. What I believe, I believe for someone who is getting started, the the fastest way to get to that ten thousand a month. The vehicle that I have chosen, just because the students that I've trained, I can see guys in early twenties making from like making two, three, five, ten thousand dollars a month in not like two, three years, but in two, three months, right? right, In a very, very short period of time. So I'm gonna share with you that model, but also I'm gonna give you a copy of my book Mm. Fu Money as well, right? This book, actually, as I mentioned, you guys highly recommend you guys read it. it. made a
1: huge difference in my life. So
2: Dan, A lot of people, they don't see that. They think it's a stack of coins, but it's actually like, <laughs> that's a subliminal message. <laughs> awesome. So you guys will get this for
1: free just for registering for the webinar. Yeah. Right? Awesome. And
2: they you can go to uh, com. Cool.
1: We'll have a link below. Uh, click on that or go to com. Otherwise, I want to thank you so much for taking the time, it. for having us in your home here. You got it. Looking forward to the webinar. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this. If you did, make sure to leave a comment below. Leave a comment Check below. out Dan's uh, YouTube channel as well. We'll link to that. But thank you guys for watching. We'll see you on the webinar. See you on the webinar. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast.